What's up, y'all? It's another episode of the Open Mic Radio Podcast. Um, like I say always, I want to thank everybody for taking the time out to uh, listen to the show or share the show. You know now that we're not just a regular one podcast station. We have several different shows. Um, we have the family podcast featuring my daughter, uh, uh, Hasia B. That's her name. It's her alias. Um, also, you know, then we also work on the Broken Mic Radio Podcast. And um, that's a few other things that we got going on. Uh, I also want to say thank you to our sponsors, Genesis Barbershop and College, for um, always me looking right, even when I've got my leg up tight in the cast, even though I'm out of the cast now, but we'll talk about that later. Um, also, I want to shout out to everybody listening to this show, all 19 listeners and 20 listeners that download this show um, over the past few weeks. Uh, thank you again. Um, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, I'm going to have, have a special guest in the house, and I got cookies. That's just a little clue for y'all. All right, be right back. Welcome everybody to the show, uh, real quick, just to give y'all a little bit what's going on with me, uh, thank y'all for listening, if you don't mind me, if you don't mind me indulging y'all with my um, boring life thus far since I've been hurt, um, I'm officially into a walking boot per se, um, the doctor told me that um, I had successful surgery, um, and um, I'm successfully into a walking boot, but I'm not allowed to walk on or in the walking boot, I'm not supposed to walk on my leg, but as you can, for some people, they can tell that I'm actually walking on a little bit, but they did a little x-ray and they found out that everything's good to go. I got two screws in my ankle. I never passed airport security again without a medical card. And yeah, there's that. Um, um, it's crazy stuff going on in the world right now, but we'll get into that a little bit later. You know, Jamel Hill just got suspended two weeks from ESPN, which I think is absolutely hilarious that a black woman can get suspended for um, not even mentioning the fact that she wanted um, people to boycott the Dallas Cowboys, but the president could call the players SOBs and everybody rally around that. I'm not saying it's a black and white thing, but I'm just saying it's a black and white thing. No big deal. Um, but I'm not here for all of that. I just told you that we had a special guest in the house. and He's one of my good friends in comedy. Go way back. I mean, I'm, when I say way back, like we went through several di- different iterations of our stage names. We finally settled. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know, nigga, for a long time. Yeah, like we went through several different iterations of stage names and gimmicks and everything, and all different types of branding. Like we, we've been through it all. Uh, I got in the house the um, bearded baker now. Mr. Keith Cord, what's going on, Keith? Hey, what's going on, y'all? That's that's real. That's real. I know. <laughs> that's how you know when you know somebody. He said, "I knew you was when you was around when you was yeah. Keith the comedian." Yeah, bro. Keith the comedian. Like when I was like, "Man, is he a magician?" Like, no, he's a comedian. Like, nah, I mean, uh, that's that's it's it's a lot to, to to the name. I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't got time to explain it. So, do I got time? I got time. Hey, hey man, I'm here for you. Hey, so so okay. Uh, I'm an introvert, so when I started, before I started comedy, I was like a quiet dude. Yeah. I'm still kind of, you know, chill and quiet. But uh, when I went on stage, I was a totally different person. Same person, but a different person. Yeah. It kind of felt like I was a superhero, so that's why I put the comedian. <laughs> so I let people know, you know what I mean? Because I think the first time I ever went on stage, I went by Keith Dent. Yeah. I was like, that shit sound. 
That just sound like gum. Yeah, it is. It sounds like, <laughs> sound like, uh, sound like a law, like, like a law uh, uh, firm or something. So. That's how I felt about Keith Dent's name. Yeah, it, sound was, it, was, <laughs> oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. I didn't like how they brought me up to it. I was like, yeah, I ain't, I'm going to change that shit. But that was before I met like Chico, the comedian, and all the other comedians yeah. that, you know. And then when I met them, they was like, yeah, you got to change this shit. <laughs> I was like, you go by the same name. Like, yeah, man, you want to get booked by these white folks or not? You got to change that. No, nah, I ain't get that conversation <laughs> until probably like four or five years in the game. Man, I got man, I got that joint immediately. Ooh. Like, ooh. I was like six months in. They were like, so you just going to go by Old Mike B? I like Old Mike B. Hey, I man. think that's a good. I think that's a good name. <laughs> and they were like, man, they rock, they rock it with you, man, with that name like that. I'm man, like, they still book you. Hey, they they now, but I also had to change it up a little bit. I had to put the little Mike Brown in it, yo. Oh yeah. yeah then I had the hashtag for what might be. These are nicknames, man. Nicknames. Yeah. Like, like they don't know how far back we go. Like I remember when you was like Keith the comedian. But like, you still do it now. Like, you got the Keith Corey. I still got the. I ain't gonna change though. <laughs> you got the shirts, but then I remember when you was like flat face Keith before you got the the James Harden beard. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> uh, I grew this out when I ain't had no job. And I couldn't keep getting uh, shape ups. Yeah. <laughs> so you just I wish up. I'd have had this beard, bro. You don't understand how much vagina I could have got if I would have had this beard when I lived in Atlanta. Damn. Because I just had the, the 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 goatee. Yeah. I was just starting a beard, but I kept it low. Okay. Man. Now, 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 we'll get to we'll get to because you've been around you've been around the East Coast for a little bit, you know. So, so we'll, we'll get to that, but um, we're gonna go to the first interaction. Let's let's talk about what got you into comedy, like what got you into it, what inspired you to become a comedian. Um, as I go get a bottle of water. That's that's good. That's good. I don't <laughs> never tell the story. So uh, I always knew I was gonna be a comedian when I was. Ooh, excuse me. When I was uh, when I was twelve, I'm like I'm gonna do comedy, but I always thought you had to be like an adult. You know what I mean? To do it, because that's all you saw on TV was adults. Yeah, you, know you started off kind of young, though. You was like 18 or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So the funny thing about that is I was watching Comic View, and I was like, these young, you know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of old dudes doing this shit. So I'm going to wait till I'm like 30. 40. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much to like 35 to get in it. You know, I'm going to try it. And I ain't really had, I didn't have no attributes. I ain't had no skill. <laughs> I was good at stuff, but I didn't, you know what I'm saying, hone on to certain stuff. And, uh, I always thank my little cousin for this. So I was watching, uh, you remember BET coming to the stage? Yeah. Yeah. So Joe Rucker. Joe Rucker, he was on the city. He was on yeah. he won the second season. Wait, wait, Keith just saw was the DVD of Joe Rucker that I actually. Yeah, did. that's on land on the table, man. <laughs> that's, that's what's up. I praise supporting comedy. Um, first season, they had uh, they had little JJ. So me and my mm-hmm. little cousin at the time, uh, we was watching it. Yeah. And. My little cousin, he always knew I wanted to like. My, my little cousin was the only person that knew I was funny in the family. Like, yeah. My family knows I'm funny, but I didn't get known for anything in the family. I was just kind of like the stuff. Yeah, he wasn't known for having a, a skillful jump shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, ain't, I was just, I was just <laughs> Keith. So uh, my little cousin was like, "Man, you could do this." Little JJ is like 13. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I can do this." So I looked up a bunch of places, and uh, when he won. I kind of took it serious during the second season, but before they brought it out, mm-hmm. they had uh, they had auditions yeah. in the D.C. area, but they was in Baltimore. So I was telling like my, all of my family members, like, yo, can you can you drive me to, the, to this audition? <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I can win it. And nobody was like, everybody was like, I, I can, I'm funnier than you. You don't talk. So yeah. like, <laughs> squash that. I ended up, uh, the first place I performed at, it was like a church. I was... Uh, I was a little buddy of mine's church. He used to date a girl in Culpepper. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I did like kind of a little bit of stage time then. That was like the first time I ever touched the stage. Yeah. And after that, the first open mic I did, I did uh, Cafe Japonais mm-hmm. with Ian Salmon. Okay. When he was in D.C. at the time. And uh, okay. it was horrible. I hated it. Oh, I hated and, it. Oh, angry Ian. <laughs> he's, not, he's not angry. He's, he's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> But um, that's how I started, man. I turned, uh, I was seven, uh, when I, the first time I got on stage, I was 16, then I turned 17, mm-hmm. did the first open mic, and that was like February-ish, yeah. 2005, and then I just took off from there. Okay. And uh, I was horrible for a good, I was I was horrible for a good, for a good <laughs> while. Hey, that's, we all are. We all are. But I took yeah. it serious enough that like, I can't play sports. Yeah. I wasn't a dude that was, uh, I was still a virgin at the time. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get girls like that, but uh, I had comedy, so I just took off with that. That was the only thing I had for my going for myself, so I took that serious. Okay. 
And uh, it was good, man. It was good. I had hair. Uh, I had cornrows. Uh, I didn't tell my family about me doing comedy. I didn't tell anybody about me doing comedy mm. when I started. Cause it was like a little secret. It was like a little dirty secret. It wasn't a secret. It was more so like they didn't believe in me. Not believe in me, but they didn't believe I was going to do it anyway. Yeah. They didn't take me to audition, so I was like, fuck them, I ain't going to tell nobody. And <laughs> a good five to seven years, I didn't tell them, like my family. Okay. My family eventually found out because they saw me on the flyer. No. But... <laughs> It was weird. But, but it was did, weird. Has, has any of your family members actually come to any of the shows that you've been on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah and what yeah. do they think now? Uh, I'm like the funny guy in the family now. Oh, so, so they depend on you. Watch out. Don't let Keith. My, my don't dad's do that side. Around. Don't let Keith find out. He might make that to a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my father's side is more so uh, they, uh, they take it a lot serious. Like I'm the guy that does that. Okay. Like I have cousins that's engineers and firefighters, so. I'm the comedian. You can't talk around me now. And I'm like, y'all, y'all are weird. He might man. put that. That's my, my mom. But like, you gonna put that? You gonna put? I know you are gonna talk about that. I know you are gonna talk about that inside story that ain't nobody gonna get. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's weird, y'all. It's weird, but it's good. It's good because yeah. I'm you know looked at now like I can do something. I'm yeah. not just a dude that come around and cookouts. You got you got the weirdo. Yeah, I'm not the. the I'm still the weirdo, but I'm more so. Did I like in the attic? <laughs> like yeah right Slide you a tray of food Bang on the door three times But like hey, hey open Feed kids well, What they was doing at uh, Soul Food Yeah They had the dude that lived In the, uh, in the room He ain't never come out Was it family Yeah the joint with Vivica Fox right Yeah it was an uncle it Yeah was the, It was a great uncle Bang on the door three times And slide his tray Damn. Oh yeah it's, it's, it's been a journey Okay so yeah But um, like so um, um, A lot of cats on this <coughs> But um, so Like so you started out there And then uh, you done some shows here you know, I will. I will plug the. You know, I booked you on the show, the Angus Black joint. The, the oh yeah, man, Volume Two joint. Um, it was the some some shit I came up with. Um, uh, first class embassy joint. Anyway, but then you you ultimately end up moving to Atlanta for a little bit. Yeah, man, that was the time of the Mohawk. Uh, <laughs> I moved to Atlanta because I was trying to go to New York, but Atlanta was more affordable. Yeah, and my best friends was down there, so I was like, I'm just gonna go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And it was better than I expected, man. They treated me more like a headliner down there. Ah. Yeah, mainstream rooms. Okay. Urban rooms. I was keeping my head above water. But <laughs> it, was, uh, it was good. It was great. So how was the experience, though? Like, how was the experience? It was a struggle. Other? It was probably the brokest I've ever been because mm-hmm. I moved down there with the bills that I had here. Ah. So the, the pay rate was lower, but I still had the same... Yeah, bills from up here. You said so. the same cost of living bills. Same, yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it was crazy, but I, I thank my best friends, man, because I live with my best friends, and uh, they just kept me pretty much from killing myself. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of senses, man. You know, like just so I won't be so depressed, because I at the time I was going through some things. So how and, long uh, did you stay in Atlanta, though? A year and a half. Year and a half. Damn, it felt like it was longer though. It like, felt like it was so long, <laughs> bro. Like I was following you on Facebook uh, and stuff. It but when like, I came back, mm-hmm. I came back. I was forced to come back. Okay. Because I got into like a lot of uh, drug trouble. Oh shit. <laughs> Even though I don't look like a dude that uh, does drugs, but when I was living down there, I was smoking a bunch of weed. Mm-hmm. I was pretty much happy yeah. though. You I was money. happy. I didn't owe money. <laughs> I just got. Uh, I'm going to put this on the ground. I, I just got... Uh, don't tell nobody I was doing drugs. No, but, no, no. I'm going to wait so we get to a, a good responsible spot. Like, you're like, yeah. And then I found the Lord. And then I'm going to start recording. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, me and Jesus is real cool. Uh, nah, man. Uh, me, and my, me, and my, me and my best friends got into a lot of uh, mishaps. And we had to split apart. Uh, we got in trouble with the law. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was probably the least amount they got in my house. Got raided into. We got robbed. Oh shit! Yeah, man. Damn. I didn't know it was. You a, want me to uh, air this podcast now? Are you good? You want me? To, uh-huh. you want I know. Me to start crying. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me uh, call my best friend. Nah. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, my house got house got raided into. Uh, it, it's just a crazy story, bro. Dude, it so, sounds crazy. <laughs> I'm about to go. To, I'm, about to go to, I'm just gonna put it on boomerang. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, this is happening. I need, I need these views. <laughs> hey man, get the views, bro. But it, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a crazy time, man. But it was, it was fun though. Like with me smoking weed and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it was a lot of stories that like comedy doesn't happen until life happens. So oh, yeah. they always, they always, a lot of the old, like the old head comments always say that it's hard to, uh, it's it's hard to do comedy when it's, you ain't been through shit. Yeah, like as you get older. 
as you get older, it gets better. Yeah. Because you just go, you know what I mean? And the material just pops up like the, that. Oh, bro. <laughs> the, 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 the broke joke, yeah. I, when you so broke shit, that happened when I was in Atlanta. So I got that joke from when I was living in Atlanta. Because I was, I was on food stamps. And I was smoking weed, which is the best combination if you smoke weed and you got food stamps. Because <laughs> um, the, the food is on the Oh, rent. my God. You don't, you don't understand how much I spent on just chips and just dumb shit. Yeah. Like, if I was baking back then, I would have been, I probably stayed. <laughs> I'd probably, I would have got heavy into the weed game. I would have been selling, yeah. But um, it was good, man. It was a good experience. Not so much dating. Mm-hmm. Dating kind of sucked while I was down there. It was a lot of periods where I didn't have sex for like six months months at a time, and uh, it kept me focused though. Um, not really. Okay, I was trying to give you something there. <laughs> I was, I was, I came really close to fucking a hooker. I came really close oh, to man. fucking a prostitute. This, this, it's big down there. This podcast it's big. is tur- is is went downhill. Really but it's, fast. it's not. I, I don't think it's. I'm being honest. Oh I mean, no, you've been honest. real. You've been real. But, but I, was um, like, man, I thought he was gonna tell me. I thought you was man. That was great. But it just. Uh, it was great. It, <laughs> But uh, it was just dangerous. it just had its you know ups and downs. So <laughs> I found out what roses was. Oh, you never been to roses? <laughs> no, I found out. That's that's what they say. So when you uh, when you like texting prostitutes and shit, oh roses, they tell you yeah, they tell you the price in roses. And I'm like, man, the fuck is roses? Why I don't want to go to the <laughs> <laughs> the store. I got allergies, man. Like, <laughs> and I'm sitting up there trying to explain this to a goddamn prostitute. She like. Just let me know when you're ready. And I'm like, fuck, man. What the fuck is... <laughs> it's, it's, it's so stupid, but, you know, it, it's, it's, it was fun. But I didn't do it, though. I okay. didn't. I came close because it was just a point where I, like, I needed to have sex. Yeah. And, uh, and plus, everybody thought I was gay down there. Like, apparently. Uh, it wasn't because of me, but it's more so they have a huge population of gay dudes down there. Yeah. And I get along great with gay. I got along more with gay dudes down there than goddamn the, than the women. Gay people actually, gay guys. They are, are the funnest people. Gay people in general are just fun. Yeah, they are just fun because they themselves. They're not hiding anything. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, they not and they not judgmental. A lot of women I've met down there were judgmental. Yeah, they kind of gold diggerish. But you know, I just I just left it alone. And, and speaking of which, now this is like a, the worst segue ever. This is the worst segue. But like, so the people you started you started off doing comedy like with Samson. Yeah, the or the, uh, like, he was doing it. He was doing it uh, a while before I went up before I came. Okay, because he was the youngest dude in the city in the area doing it. And then Who, when Samson? I came, yeah, he was the youngest dude doing it. And then mm-hmm. when I came, he kind of gave me that look like nigga. Because <laughs> I told my age on stage at I can't remember. This, I remember when it was at Topaz. Yeah, and uh, he was just like. I, I like when um, Samson does his um, his rendition of the color purple joint. Yes, and he does that. Yes, he, he it is phenomenal. If you ever see Samson and he does that, that is, it is. Oh, he started doing that deep voice. He was yes, like, hey, you done. <laughs> <laughs> he did it at Bus Boys the last time I seen him, and it was just it was just funny. It was it was so so funny. All right, so so how long? So okay, so Atlanta, you, it had his ups and downs. You came back. I came back. I came back for like a year, mm-hmm. and uh, I went through some shit when I came here. And uh, <laughs> I left again. I ended up going to South Jersey. Yeah, I was uh, there. That was cool. That was cool. I was with uh, my gay uncle's boyfriend that I just found out. Because <laughs> I always thought they was best friends. And, yeah. you know, I don't mean to put that business out there. But um, it, it was awesome, man. They they He looked out, man. My, my family, like people that always supported me always looked out man so i appreciate that and i want to thank them for that man i stayed with him probably for like a year mm-hmm. and i was doing comedy mostly which is good i didn't move straight into the city because i would have been fucking depressed mm-hmm. but um i was doing comedy i only went to new york when i was booked i was like an hour away from new york mm-hmm. took the train up there i only went there was when i was booked to save money uh, i did mostly philly and i did jersey rooms okay and i got affiliated with a lot of jersey you know the, the comedy scene there and that was perfect because they got me into New York more than I can get myself into New York because okay. just being seen. How is the Jersey Philly um, comedy scene? Philly is awesome. Philly is is is, is really, really good. Uh, it's gotten a lot better mm-hmm. since I've been living, living in that area. Let me ask you a self-absorbed question. It's about me now because you see my material. Would I survive if I go to Philly? Yeah. 
Yeah. Would, okay, all right. Yeah. Because I want to start going now that I'm, you know, I'm currently laid off. Thank you, Ains. I want to go shout out my company that laid me off. <laughs> I don't care what they're gonna do. Fire me. Um. So, <laughs> but I was about to say they probably could do much more. <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about it. Um. So. Um. Well, yeah, I wanted to start traveling a little bit more since. Dude, I man, get your feet wet. Yeah. Get your feet wet. Well, uh, right now, I can't get. I can only get one foot. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stick that foot out there. Uh, it's it's good. It's good because you you don't want to you want to survive, but you gotta put yourself out there. Yeah. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. you don't want to always have a great great show. Every uh, week of meetings, we always want to have great shows, but it's always good to bomb, get through. Uh, uh, just being on stage, man. You learn a lot about yourself when you just bombing. N- yeah, bombing too, but just forcing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm gonna do this because that's the first step is to go out there and say I'm going to do this, and then when you do it, is yeah. you know you're doing it. Okay. So a lot of a lot of comedians are scared to the bomb. You know, I, I don't know. I don't understand. It's like they're scared of when it's a, like not that many people in the crowd. Like I do everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. The only thing I probably don't do. As much as the goal is to as many open mics because I've been doing it too long. So mm-hmm. if it's not worth, uh, I kind of tone it down a bit. Yeah, I get that. I get that because I'm I'm kind of the same way. Um, I like I like going out and performing, but I kind of you know I kind of distance myself as much because I kind of already know what my voice is. As yeah, well. exactly. So, so you know what your voice is and yeah. you know where to go and you know what I mean? Like you don't have to fight as much yeah. as it's, everybody has their journey. And I always tell like if anything, if I go to an open mic, I always just I'm pretty much there just to chill and give some young comics advice that that'll take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now how do, now how does it feel? Cuz I know how it feels for me. It's it's always been weird for me. Uh, when you show up to a mic and they're like, "Hey, do you want to get on?" Do you want time? Even though you didn't sign up or anything, like you just walked on, you just walk in, like, hey, you want some time? And you're like, nah, I just came to chill. Like, you sure? Because I could, I could bump 15 people for you right now. Um, how does, bro, how does right, that feel? Because so, uh, it's always weird for me because I get it all, like, when I go in and it's like, hey, you want some time? You know, you can always get time anytime you want to. And it's like, ah, it's, it's different from when I went back in the day. It was like, hey, you, you got to get bumped because uh, <laughs> it is different. It is different. But uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, like, back then, a lot of those comics, and I had to understand this that were coming into town mm-hmm. and bumping people, yeah. they were getting ready to, you know what I'm saying, for like a show they had that weekend or they were in town and they just wanted to do comedy. So you have to understand that too. Yeah. It's all a, you know what I'm saying, it's all a part of the game. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. But back then when I was getting bumped, I actually had to, I had to understand that I was watching the headliner. Yeah. Like when they had Bossa, when, when Seton Smith had Bossa and he had T Rex come through, and that was the first time I've ever, I've ever seen somebody that he, I think he was on TV, but to, to back then when I was watching comedy, I didn't think he was on TV. Mm-hmm. But he was probably the, like, I was like, he should be on fucking TV. This, this nigga's amazing. Yeah. So I had to learn how to accept the fact that, like, I have to watch some of these dudes. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, you it, get to watch it actually makes you want to work harder. Yeah, and just appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to go to the improv back then, like mm-hmm. a lot, like probably yeah. like once a month, just to go and see who the headliner was, and mm-hmm. like it was great, man. I had my top three that I would go see every time they would come in town, like my George Lopez, uh, my Bill Burr, Patrice O'Neill, uh, Kevin Hart at the time before he blew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was probably Kevin Hart was probably. The best performer I've ever saw okay. on stage. I don't like his material now. I love. I mean, I love him. Still love him. But like, mm-hmm. I like when he was. I always like a person when they working to get to that level. Once they get to that level, I'm like, yeah, he don't need me. <laughs> he don't need my support anymore. No yeah, know? it's funny. Uh, I had to actually stop watching Kevin Hart uh, a few years ago when he when he was blowing up. I used to watch him heavily, and then it started bleeding into my my speech. Hey, uh, a lot of not a not. Mm, it's a good number of Philly comics, like in the urban scene. They 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 are very story based. Yeah. But they're funny as hell. Okay. You know what I mean? I had to learn how to be story based because mm-hmm. you know the life thing. Yeah. So it helps me explain a little bit more. But um, I understand. I understand how Kevin Hart is. Yeah. So it's 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 good when you do the stories. It's easier too. It's it's so much easier because it's something you went through and you're just making it funny. Yeah. So it's good. I, I, it's hard. It's hard for me to like sit down and write jokes. 
mm, like premise of a punch versus me just like this is the story. Let me pepper it with the funny parts and tag it, and then boom. See, you can, you can you can still do that. Yeah, start off with the story, but you can dumb it down a little bit. You know, what I mean? not dumb it down, but like yeah. you can shorten it and lengthen it, and you know what I mean. Yeah, so. since I've been hurt, I've actually had time to, and I've been practicing with like on Facebook and Twitter. I just say I think of something that I would never say. Like that's the that's the perfect way to do it. And I just say it, and then I just like how many likes I get. <laughs> no, it's real. It's yeah. real. But it's actually keeping your head above water. You keeping yourself relevant when you do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I used to I used to uh, post a bunch of dumbass. There's like thoughts on yeah. Facebook because I couldn't do it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people like the best shit that I ever wrote was on Facebook when I was living in Atlanta. Okay. You can tell I was smoking weed. You can tell. <laughs> yeah. It was just the way I worded stuff and mm-hmm. just like stories and just like weird situations I was in yeah. or when I, when I put myself in and I just put it on Facebook. So it was good. Okay. We drifted off topic. All right. So you went to South Jersey. You went to South Jersey or North Jersey? You, you I, I was in South Jersey for a year, yeah. and then I went to, I found a place in North Jersey, mm-hmm. and uh, just living up there was kind of, it was just funny. Okay. Like, I was broke, but then I got even more broke just trying to better myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got scammed, like, a good four, three, four times. I got scammed out of apartment. <laughs> I'm job retarded, so <laughs> you can tell me anything. And I Are you, were you sheltered as a child? Yes, so <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you fell for the you fell for the African the African Yahoo. Um, oh, uh, send me send me a thousand dollars. I'll make you a millionaire. Yeah, I, I fall for stuff like that. But <laughs> like, I gotta get a loan. I gotta get this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fell. I I got scammed out of an apartment, like holding uh, which is retarded, but like a holding fear for an apartment for. How much I gave him? Give some random person in a money gram. <laughs> it was like hundred and fifty. I got scammed out of five hundred dollars that I eventually got back on my birthday because mm-hmm. somebody put a put a uh, put a put a card reader over top of the ATM, which I didn't even know you could do at the time. Yeah, uh, that it, it blew my mind. Um, I got scammed out of a job. When you go to New York, you have to have this OSHA license, mm-hmm. and the OSHA license is like hundred and eighty. Mm-hmm. And that was like the last hundred and eighty I gave this dude. I had I had probably like fifty bucks left after that, but like I mm-hmm. gave him, you know what I'm saying. Then he ended up being the person that worked at a high class building mm-hmm. in an office that was scamming people. So when mm-hmm. I went up there, and they didn't catch the nigga until a white girl came back and was like, "Oh my god, he took my money!" I'm like, "This nigga been taking money for like." <laughs> Ever since he's been working here. I think he's been paying the rent for the office. You know what I'm saying? He's paying his rent, and he's working, and he's working people. It's, it's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, man. I ended up uh, moving to North Jersey, uh, which was awesome. I lived with a bunch of, uh, I don't want to say a bunch of Dominicans. But I pretty much lived with the Dominican community. Mm-hmm. It felt like I killed somebody, and I moved in that area to hide away from people. And uh, it was good, man. I loved it. Okay, so you had a pretty a pretty rough. <laughs> hey, that part wasn't wasn't as rough. That that was actually all right. Now now, I, now how now how did they treat you and how did they treat you up there as a comedian up there? Like did you like you said in Atlanta they kind of felt they treated you like a headline in the mainstream rooms and you was above water. Um. <coughs> um. I don't know. Up there was more so. I did a lot of footwork, a lot of footwork. I was established a little bit so I can do a lot more Jersey rooms. Mm. Um, I can come back in town to D.C. a lot, which was cool. Uh, I wrote a lot. Mm. I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot when I was up there. And uh, it was just work. Okay. I probably wasn't headlining anywhere that much. But I felt like to a bunch of new comics, I felt like the guy that like, oh, he's traveling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, even though y'all see me every week, <laughs> he's a road comic. He's yeah, on the road all the time. Road comic. He's on the road all the time. That's why I give him, get that man some time. He's he's on the road. Hey man, it's 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 funny. It's funny. Okay, so you did all of those things, right? We're gonna, we're gonna get to this other part in a second. We will get to the, we will get to the new the new the new Keith in a second. But I gotta go. I would be remiss if I don't bring up the group she was in. Oh, we got to talk about homegrown hilarity, yo. It was you. I'm still in that group, man. Russ and Rollo, my people's man. man. I don't know. Are y'all are y'all still together? That's a contra- it's controversy. It's like home. It's not controversy. I, it's well, not like we going out to fight other groups. It's not like battle rap. Hey, but they don't know about the clicks though, man. Like like what, what I mean by the clicks is remember it was remember um, like it was homegrown hilarity, right? 
And then it was me and Dayla Greg and Tommy. We used to show up, <laughs> show up all the time. And then it was it, like we would show up in these different places. Like we would mob up. And like we just tell these jokes. And, and it, yeah. Y'all did mob up. Y'all did mob up. But I like y'all mob up. Y'all supported each other. Like the clicks be supporting each other. I I appreciate that. Uh, Especially when it's a black click. Yeah, because there's so many mainstream. But Russ was like, is like the like David like like the Professor X of clips. He's like, is like homegrown. Then it's like home team. And it's like one more. Like one more. Oh yeah, the young uh, young funny. Young yeah, it's funny. young funny. It's like, but they are they are. I don't know what to call them, brothers, man, and sisters. Yeah. Uh, they more so. Uh, they a powerhouse, man. Yeah. Was they was booking stuff stuff in L. A. Because they just. Yeah. Like when I was with Homegrown Hilarity, it was uh, I start I started it. I didn't start it. Russ brought it up because mm-hmm. I wasn't like a clickish guy. Yeah, and the only person I was pretty much you ever see me with before then was probably Samson. Then he blew up, and then I was just by myself, just doing rooms. Yeah. So I ended up talking to Russ when he started, and I was like, <laughs> Russ is funny. Yeah. I was like, Russ, uh, I really don't fuck with too many people. And I told him that. I was like, I don't fuck with too many if any people, but you're funny. You just talk too much. Yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, but let me know when you're going to be back in the city. We'll link up and do some shows. Mm-hmm. And that's when we ended up, uh, he ended up bringing Rollo in. And at the time, I met Rollo one time. Mm-hmm. And that was at a spot in Adams Morgan. And, bruh, I, I gave him my number off of a joke he told about... Uh, you know how when you're a dude and you're at a party mm. and just the fact that no women there, you start to get sleepy? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go home. Like, the, the joke was so funny to me. I love hood niggas that do, like, that can construct a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it it, 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 made, it had me dying laughing. So Russ brought it up, and he was like, yeah, man, we should have a group. And I was like, all right, I'm down. You know, I ain't. I'm not like really a group guy. Yeah, I don't know what you can get from me, but those two guys they had the Howard following. Mm-hmm. Russ had uh, Russ had the older people come out. Uh, Rollo had the younger folks and women come out. Like they had a, they was a powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was just there because I was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I had probably I had the history in the game. Yeah, so you so was like, you was I like was there the, just to give the advice. You was an old vet. Yeah, but I was in the behind the scenes kind of guy. You was that Randolph. You was- I, I won't say Randolph, but uh, like Michael Jordan for the Wizards. I was just yeah, pretty much. I was just there, just to be there. You know what I'm saying? I was just the the the, the thorn that sticked out, I guess. Yeah. So I love them brothers, man. I yeah. love them brothers. It's- and I didn't bring it up to you know to make it seem like it was something negative, but like like but a lot of people don't. A lot of newer comics don't know like how far back. Like all yo, of this goes, yo. like this. This is like eight years of history, right? <laughs> yo, it's uh with them, man. We had oh man, we had some great rooms, bro. Cause you had the one joint that was over there near. Um, it's like all of them was by U Street or like Fort or U Street mainly. Yeah, cause like Ethiopia joint that turned into the uh, they used to the, the writers group at at first, or was yeah, I did the room first, then it turned to the writers group. I know Tabak was the 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 second and last joint we had, and before then uh, we had uh. Goodness gracious, what's the name of that room? It was on, I want to say, 11th Street? I think so. I know one of them was on. I know it was right, literally right across the street from the 930 Club. Yeah. Okay, but that's the joint I was, th- I was thinking about. People need to appreciate. Okay, so a lot of <laughs> comics, I want to say that, well, pretty much they got five, maybe six years in the game. They always bring up their room when they see me. Yeah. Always bring up their man. Y'all had the hottest room. I'm like, yeah, we we did though. We yeah. did, especially Tabak. Yeah, especially Tabak. Yeah. Niggas used to be mad when they couldn't get on. Like mad. That's the joint that was on the second floor, right? Yes. Yeah, that was. Yes, funny. yes. And then Russ and Rollo took over when I moved to Atlanta. They was mad. They was they wasn't mad, but they was like, nigga, you left when it was getting hot. I, was like, <laughs> I gotta leave, man. I'm not happy where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, you had some good rooms, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and if you really look at the like the whole homegrown hilarity, um, home team, uh, uh, funny young funny, like that, like all of that combined, like that is some of the that that's like the core talent of DC right now, as far as hey, like, man, DC I appreciate improv, you. You know everything that's going on right now, and I, and I, I can say that now because I'm injured and I can look. I'm literally looking like in the world from my from my couch, especially the black the yeah. black community in the comedy world. Yeah, because it's like. 
Because it wasn't that many of us, bro. It was, a, it was that, especially with the in, improv crowd. Like, it was Tim, Randolph, Kason. Yeah. And shout out to, um, what's the dude name? Um, Antoine. Antoine. Yeah, shout out to Antoine, man. Yeah, Antoine. He gave, gave brothers a chance, man. Yeah, because between that, the DC improv open mic, and then the lounge turning into a showcase room, it opened up a lot yes. of doors and a lot of yes. opportunities. Yes. A lot of opportunity, man. A lot of opportunity, mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy because like when I started, they had uh they had the not the open mic, but they had a contest there, which yeah. was pretty much the open mic. But they had a once a month, mm-hmm. once a month, and then they had the college competition. Mm-hmm. And when you won either of those, you get a weekend to open up for, well, not open up, but host for the person they had that coming that weekend. Mm-hmm. So after a while, man, they stopped having both of them. Yeah. They stopped with the with the with the open mic part first, and then they stopped with the college part. And I was like, "Why would y'all stop the college part?" Let me say what's funny, y'all. I tried to get into the college part um, as I was still uh, 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 an attendee of ITT Tech. Like, I go to a college. <laughs> I did the same thing with uh, Art Institute. I did the same thing. But they ain't let you in. No. Why? I just I was ashamed. I wanted to be like because you got Howard and everybody. I'm like, if I'm so ITT what? Tech, and I'm like. I always thought of it as a way to be seen at the improv, and then they always had it in the big room. Yeah. When you did the the variety joint, because mm-hmm. if if you was at Howard or if you was at like GW, they always had a comedian come out there and do a contest for the for the colleges mm-hmm. at their college. Okay. So, uh, man. And also, and also, you know, I was always, and I had to unbrainwash myself. You know that old saying, like you keep your suck in one place until you think you're ready to really expand. I I know exactly what you mean with yeah, that. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to go up there, and their first impression of me is off these not not jokes. <laughs> they jokes, man. They jokes. But they, they jokes. But jokes supposed to be funny. But bro, you don't understand how many. I don't want. I don't like saying this. How many unfunny people? just was there just to be seen you know what i mean yeah so it's especially at the open mic part but you had to be seen by somebody that worked at the improv yeah like you had to submit a video first okay so shout shout out to ryan connor man he 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 opened the doors a lot for me when i started out like he understood like mm-hmm. when i you know hey i'm not ready i'm gonna do it next month i want to you know what i'm saying like he understood that and uh whoever followed behind him was a jackass <laughs> That's kind of how we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a small break and then we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get to this this box that I got here. We'll be right back over our radio podcast oh, yeah. with my homie uh, Keith Corey or comedian, depending upon what era of comedy you're from. Be right back. Hey, oh, this is my man Kurt Bone Johnson, local DC artist. Um, shout out to him. Um, Eyes on the Prize Entertainment. This is new song called Giddy Up. I like to say it like I'm from a '70s radio station. <laughs> Giddy That's Up. Funny. Be right That's back. Funny. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that's my man Kurt Bone Johnson. Giddy up. Right back here on my radio podcast. Giddy up. I'm on my high horse. Giddy up. You know you wanna ride with me. You know you wanna. Oh. I was like doing that part. I like to. I like to always. Uh, Harmonize the last part. We're right back on the my Radio Podcast. I'm with my man Keith Corey. He's in the hideout. That's what I call the studio that I'm in because it's actually the living room. You gotta call it a man cave, bro. When you when your wife ain't here, you gotta call it. <laughs> you in your underwear, you ain't in your man cave, bro. Dude, it's the hallway. <laughs> this is in front of the fire. So uh, we're back, and uh, we're on the. Uh, I gotta make sure he get his talk, talks directly to the mic. Um, <laughs> but um, so so we went through the different generations of Keith. I like to call it the different generations of Keith. Uh, uh, skinny, skinny, skinny beard Keith to Keith the comedian Keith to um, here we are. Oh, Keith's face just just let me know I messed something up. <laughs> uh, we're here, and um, now we got Keith. The baker, the bearded baker. Thank you, uh, Keith. Um, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to come here because um, kill two birds with one stone. One, I need to record a new podcast. Hey, kill two birds with one stone, brother. <laughs> two. I was like, man, I man. love a good delivery when I can chill. <laughs> and I got some, I got some cookies. So, uh, what, what we got in this box, Keith? All right. So this is the story. This is what happened. So I moved back from uh, Jersey and New York, where I was at, wherever I was at. Supposed to go to L.A. I'm still going to L.A., but, like, uh, I didn't go in time. So, as soon as I came back, knew I wasn't going to have no job. Uh, my uncle bakes, too. Mm-hmm. My uncle bakes, but he mostly does he mostly does cakes. So, he uh, we end up going to Easter Market mm-hmm. to some place that uh, pretty much sell baked goods. And he bought me macaroons. <laughs> and I didn't know nothing about the macaron mm-hmm. uh, until I moved to New York. So, he bought me some. And I ended up eating them, and I hated them. I was like, man, these shits are gross. <laughs> and they're expensive. If you know macaroons, they're expensive as hell. So uh, I hated them, and then I ended up going to the store in the hood, and I bought all the ingredients to make my own, and I and didn't even eat them. Like, I made, like, three flavors. Mm-hmm. Didn't even eat them. I ended up doing the state theater that weekend, and uh, I ended up fucking selling all of them at the state theater, bro. And... White women love macaron. They love him, bro. And I end up getting that's how I end up baking. So you end up baking as I eat these cookies in the go. End up end up getting it in with the bacon, bro. I made macaroons uh, probably four times after it that. It was weird, man. Cause like you don't just come up to people and be like, "Hey, man," and you come up to people and be like. Got that product, so it, it, it unless you you know, it, it sounds like you. It's gotten to the point where I don't even talk now. Motherfuckers just be like, "Yo, what them cookies at?" <laughs> it's it's funny, it's funny. I like I like I like the support, man. I appreciate the support, y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of comics is just you know, oh my god, these are delicious, and putting it on their Facebook, and I appreciate them for that. Mm-hmm. And the, and the weird thing is, man, getting into it, I always always wanted to own my own bakery when I retired from comedy. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when I started baking, I was like, I'm going to just start. You got to start somewhere, so I'm going to just do it now. And I had this conversation with uh, with Gordon Bakerbone back in, uh, was it earlier this year? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gordon. Um, I quit comedy from November, late November to, I want to say February. And in between that time, I was still kind of affiliated with it. Like I was doing, uh, I did a pilot for a buddy of my a buddy of my show um and then i did a sketch and then i did a sketch for uh for gordon baker bone in jersey mm-hmm. for black history month mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was just like yeah man i'm uh you, you know if comedy don't work out for you not working out but like if it's not you're not gonna get famous from comedy pretty yeah. much as hard as you're working you're not gonna get famous for what you love doing yeah. but just have a backup and he ended up getting into the sketch game and his sketches are dope, you know what I mean. And then I ended up getting into bacon, and I, it, for some reason, it's more motherfucking successful. I won't say it's more successful than the comedy, but it, it's neck and neck. And I only been doing it for like your your bacon game is, is killer. Like I say, you should walk around with like a jug of milk. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I keep telling somebody, somebody told me. Uh, I, I told somebody else. He told me that, yeah. and they was like, "He's right." He's right. <laughs> like, I, just, I can't keep it cold. That's just weird. Like a thermos, I could probably keep it in the thermos. Keep it, keep it a thermos or something. Like just walk around with a jug of milk and then some cookies and be like, "Hey, you want to try this chocolate chip?" Because like right now, like I'm drinking water. These get some milk, bro. You want me to get you a cup of milk? No, no, I'm good. I'm good with the water. But I'm just saying, like these are these are like this is like some wholesome yo, cookies. Yo. It's good, man, and I, I I'm I'm very creative. I just don't I'm not good at promoting myself like that. But I can promote myself through my food. I know how to cook too, so like mm-hmm. I don't have to say shit. I just give you the product, <laughs> and I don't have to you know what I'm saying market it. <laughs> it, it. It just works for itself. You know what I'm saying. And when I started baking, when I started baking like real regular cookies instead of macaroons, mm-hmm. uh, I used to have samples small enough to give to somebody, and I used to just give them to people like give them one cookie. Mm-hmm. And they always gave me to look like, well, for you, you could bake. Yeah, you don't look like you can do anything. A and I just give him a, a cookie with a, James with a beard. fucking beard. <laughs> I give him a cookie and then I walk off. <laughs> and then if they chase me, I know about that. They know I know about that. They uh they about their life. Dude, this sounds so drug. Dr- I think you put cocaine in this one. Uh-huh. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> I just baked them joints last night. So I'm about to explain the flavors for you in, in your yeah. box. Yeah. So the box. cookies and cream. Hold on. Let me put this on Instagram. Let me put this on the ground because I need the likes and normal and the flippity flip and here we go. So chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookies and cream, mm-hmm. uh, the ones with the with the pinkish. That was a raspberry cream crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, s'mores, you ask for s'mores. There's a snickerdoodle all the way at the bottom. Mm-hmm. The kids are gonna love that. Yeah, bro. Hey, they're gonna love all of them. But um, what else you ask for, bro? I, oh, let me, I got the list here. I should pull up the list, huh? I, I think you, I named all of them. You, you, you might have. So let me see. Because some of them, like, by the dough, mm-hmm. it's just not going to expand as much. So you got to be careful what you. So yeah, you I got the, the cookies and cream, the s'mores, the raspberry cream crunch, the snickerdoodle, the red velvet. Red velvet in there. Red velvet is, is, is a hot seller right now. Red <laughs> velvet is. I don't do chocolate chip no more, bro. And I got 12 chocolate chips. I don't do chocolate chip no more because I got a s'mores cookie that's like chocolate chip times twenty. Oh shoot! Sure. So and then I, and then like selling it to people, I couldn't differentiate the uh, the chocolate chip and the s'mores because they both look the same except mm-hmm. for the s'mores has a little strip of marshmallow in it. So I, I can't see it in the dark. <laughs> I, I actually like the um, the raspberry. Hey man, the raspberry is where is that? It's like a little bit of it's, it's, it's a little piece of heaven, as the kids would say, hey, <laughs> as, hey. the, as the seniors would say. I can go in the grocery store and pretty much uh, that's that's my that's my heaven right there, man. It just I, I have a creative mind. So the my way I got the crunch, mm-hmm. you can, I bet you can't even name what the crunch is in that. It's Nestle Crunch. Uh-huh. No, no. <laughs> is, is, no. It is it Kellogg? Kellogg's? Is it Kellogg's? Kellogg's. <laughs> is it Frosted Flakes? What is it? Um, nah. I'm thinking of some uh, to, to do something with the Frosted Flakes for the winter. Mm-hmm. But um, it's actually grape nuts, bro. Grape nuts is the most <laughs> indestructible object on the face of this earth. And <laughs> hey, you made it into a cookie. I, I made it into a cookie, bro. Because <laughs> it's the only thing that it withstands heat and cold. Okay. Without. Change. You know how you put like Rice Krispies in something mm-hmm. and then it gets soggy and it's not crunchy no more? Yeah. yeah. It irritated me. I went to this place in Union Market and they had Grape Nuts uh, ice cream. Oh, shit. Nigga. That's all I can say. <laughs> Nigga. Yo, that shit was dope. It was dope. And it stayed crunchy in the cold. Mm-hmm. That's why I got the idea. So, which one of your cookies that you bake? Which one is your, your, your is the chef's favorite? The baker's my favorite? Per- I don't know, bro. I keep coming up. pick with- one. I probably want to say salted caramel. Salted caramel. What that about came, it? that came out of. I like, I like caramel, so I was mm-hmm. gonna throw some salt on it. But that's probably the only cookie. All of them make women come, but that's the cookie that that's probably to get people to try the other cookies I got. Okay. Like I literally give that to people, mm-hmm. and they make noises when I walk away. Like, oh. <laughs> it's it's the most sexualest cookie I have. <laughs> It's, it's it's so funny, bro. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I that's what I tell people. My my cookies are sexual, and they be like, "What?" And then they come back, "Yo, I think I I think I came out my pants." I'm like, "All right." So do you think? And then this then this is just a question because uh, for me, I know promote might be the hashtag, right? The hashtag turned to the T-shirt. I think the hashtag helped me get booked more. Yes. Do you yes. think the cookies 
is helping your comedy career? Um, yeah, I think anything you do positive helps. Uh, it's because people watch. Mm-hmm. So, especially if people love the product, you know what I'm saying? It's it's good. It's good. It's good. And I think it's always good to promote yourself. Especially when you're doing just one thing. If you can do something else that helps that one thing that you're trying to do, do it. You know what I mean? So, it's good. The cookies. I, I, lo- I love to bake. So, you know. Plus, I ain't got no goddamn job. So, it's like, it helps. Okay. It helps. And plus, I like making people feel good, man. Not only when I do comedy, I can help people, you know, feel good by doing that. But the cookies are like, the like, nigga. Appreciate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's good. It's good. So we're gonna uh, wrap this up. You gonna come back though, right? Hell yeah! Because I ain't got no job no more. I was you just, we just gonna be two niggas with, with with I got a full beard and mm. yo, you can work for me, man. Hey, Petal these cookies. Hey, I care. The I, company is Bearded Baker. This is the logo right here. Bearded Baker. Now, now, how did you come up with that? It, it was, this, it was my boy did actually my shirt. He did my logo for my shirt mm-hmm. and my comedy. Okay. So my boy Josh, uh, Josh, Josh Richardson. He's an amazing <laughs> artist, man. He uh, he did that for me. Um, and then I was like, yo, give me a joint for for my cookies, man. <laughs> because it's, it's flying off the shelves, nigga. I need something. <laughs> you, you, yo, you try to, like, sell. No offense. You try to sell to, like, white people and people that, like, love the product. They like, so uh, you got a business plan? And yeah. you just look retarded trying to be like, yeah, I just started. Nah, man, you got to have a business plan. You got to have at least a one-year business yeah, plan. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing, man. This what's your, your three-to-six-month plan? For me? <laughs> you know plan? how somebody give you, uh, somebody somebody try to tell you something, and they give you that look like they might steal it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Is it trademark already? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, let me do something with this shit, man, before somebody steal my shit. But, um, hey, man, it's, it's good. It's you, good. You know, you know when the, uh, I like to call it, the, as they say in the NBA, a copycat league. So, you know, now everybody's going to start baking in the minute. <laughs> They're going to start. You can't. You can't. You can't. And I'm glad I did that at the time I did it because mm-hmm. my cookies, every cookie I have is so different. It's, it's you think you tried one, you tried them all, you didn't. You Guess didn't. there's no cookie. It's always another cookie. You the Ray Mysterio of cookies. <laughs> no, I am. I mean, I, yo, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's good, man. It's good. And I, I only, I only, I'm, I'm still coming up with more flavors, man. I'm about to have a, uh, the pumpkin spice for the whites. Uh, I won't say whites. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. About to have a pumpkin flavor for uh for the for the, for the good old white people, and I'm about to have a sweet potato flavor for my black people. Once I figure that shit out, yeah, it's about to get real. I was trying to find the rest of my um. I have more cues. I more cues. Hey, yo, I want to hear your cues. I got some more cues. In I here. listen to a lot of battle rap, so <laughs> I love the cues. Is that just as niggas just saying, ooh? Yeah, because I, I was trying to find Oh, it. that's a wrestling joint. No, no, that's not. That's Ric Flair. Like, woo! That's Ric Flair. This is Get like, the Ric Flair joint. I like that one. The final one? I yeah. had something else, too. I was doing it when I, um, whenever Deja started talking about stuff that she wants. It's a cash joint. And I, I haven't done this in a while, so I can't find it. But um, It don't have a cash button. It's uh, it. Oh, boom. There it is. There it is. There we go. I found the book. Okay, I like that one, dude. There's the air horn. Are you ready? Yeah, so got a whole bunch of stuff, man. But yeah, man. Hey, thank you for stopping through. I got the cookies. Thank you for having me, man. Um, tell everybody, because um, I think I'm going to drop this joint tomorrow. Um, hey, uh, what upcoming shows you got is the website, how to get in contact, you, contact with you for these cookies. I lost my website in Atlanta. <laughs> Panda. That was one of the many things I lost. <laughs> um... Dude, you have a six month plan, yo. I know, right? I'm about to be uh, the bearded, the bearded baker. Too. You can't. I'm, I'm telling you, you can't. You the can't do what I do. I literally stay up late at night and I make these cookies in my box of briefs. Dude, uh, you can have, you can take the cookies with you. Eat nah, <laughs> <laughs> you already been mostly. <laughs> cookies gonna sit there until you eat them. You gonna eat them? But um, yeah, man. Uh, Keep Corey at Keep Corey. Pretty much everything. K E I T H. C O R R E Y. Always two R's and an E Y. Uh, Keith Corey, everything, man. Except for the beer to baker. Nigga got the beer to baker already. You do? Yeah, man. That shit pissed me off. Uh, so now I got to come up with a, a, another way to say beer to baker. But I was saying beer to baker. The cookie comic. The cookie comic. Yeah. The cookie comic. I like that. It's quick. But it sounds like I'm a, I'm a super villain or something. The cookie comic. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I like it. 
Just give, just give it a world. Just running around. Don't just I'm a, I'm a, I was thinking about bearded goods because I can, uh, but it sounds too. Bearded bakes. Bearded bakes. I like that. Bearded uh, bearded goods just sound like too, or like I'm a pilgrim or something. And plus, you, you never know where you might cut the beard off. I was, I, I probably won't, bro. I like you it. Won't. I like it too much. Even when it goes out of style? I didn't do, I never do anything for the style, bro. Okay. I never do. It feel like I do something and while the time I'm doing it mm-hmm. and then like, I cut my beard off and then everybody started getting fucking beards. And I'm like, you mother, you motherfucker. It, it <laughs> irritated me. It irritated the hell out of me. Like a lot of women be And all right, let me let me say this. Can I say this? Oh, hey, we got all right. So um, I appreciate the business that everybody is giving me right now for my cookies. But I know how women feel for being sexy <laughs> and niggas hopping in their DMs. So let me just say this. Women... And my goddamn DMs stop begging for free shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they try to get they try to get some some free, Bruh, it's, some, it's, some free goodies. Oh my god, it's it's gotten ridiculous. Dude, like like I have goodies. a cause I'm an attractive dude. I'm not like a, a dude that gloats on that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm I'm pretty humble. But I already get a certain amount of women that try to, you know what I'm saying, like talk and i kind of you know i i'm very dismissive like i was i'm i'm a conversationalist but i'll, I'll talk and say you know how you doing and all that mm-hmm. like i'll respond to stuff mm-hmm. but uh i usually just dismiss a lot of stuff man i'm not you know what i'm saying i i don't even date like that no more like you know what I'm saying? i have somebody special but like we just chilling you know what i'm saying so uh but like ever since i started baking and i promote for my business yeah. i'm not promoting to get pussy i don't give a fuck about it. i'm too old to be you know what I'm saying? Like everything, yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm too old to be the dude that's doing everything for pussy. Even though that's our. That's the goal. That's that's the goal. Not, as not me though. Not me. not me. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's 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 how you are as a man. That's the human being in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being a man. So these like, about these cookies. It's yo. It's ridiculous. Like women just saying just wild shit. Just but they expecting me to just give them some free shit. So have you, have you given them any free shit? No. Okay. I might I might give a couple free things out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm trying to promote my business. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to be business minded. Mm-hmm. So to the women that's trying to get free shit, no. <laughs> it's not it's not going down like that. Mm-hmm. It's that stop throwing the the suspension of I'm sexy just to get free shit. No, I'm not doing that. Cuz the same way you think about your your, your goddamn vagina is the same way I feel about my baked goods. So the the way she feels about her cookies. The way you feel about your <laughs> the way you feel about your cookies is the same way I feel about my cookies. Yo, that's catch, that's kind of catchy though. It's real though. Just get out my DMs, asking for. So when are you going to bring me a box? But I don't even know you. She she wants you to bring her a box. Yeah, yo, like no, no. When are you going to pay for some? <laughs> so she want to give you the box so you can give her a box. Nah, women just think they can just get whatever they want and it's not like that <laughs> and that's not the only woman too like dudes always offer to pay you know what yeah. i'm saying because what the fuck i'm gonna offer you nigga i'm, I'm a guy hey, but when i don't know nah, I'm, I'm not i'm, I'm not with her. the with the guy you you may or may not give you some pussy for some cookies <laughs> no i'm gonna turn it down i'm not nah i'm not about that life give me my money and you get your cookies or get whatever you know what i'm saying you paying yeah. for so keep up here fighting off the cookies. I'm not fighting. I'm trying to promote my cookies. Y'all <laughs> making it difficult. It, it, they promote their cookies too, man. Huh? They promote their cookies too. And their box. I'm not about that life. I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm not paying for it either. I'm just saying. I'm just, nah. We ain't trading. Nothing. The only thing I'm, I'm here for is the business. Okay. So what's, so what's the next move? Uh, LA? LA, man. I'm trying to get movies. I'm trying to get at least something, man. So. Because you're still fairly young, so you still have opportunity. I'm not that young, bro. I'm about to be 30 next month. You're about to be 30. Even though I feel 30 already. I felt 30 like four months ago. <laughs> I don't feel like doing shit. I be taking naps. <laughs> yo, hey, they don't understand. They don't understand the game of a nap, yo. The nap when, game is so serious. Like yo. right there, like I, I sacrificed my nap because I thought you was going to come earlier. Oh, my bad. It, it, you, killed, you killed my nap time. <laughs> my bad. I gotta, I'm going to go get a shape up. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying too early. <laughs> Like, no, man, I'm on these sticks. I'm up here waiting for you. And then you're like, hey, I'm on the way now. I'm like, where you at? You're like, I'm at the front. I'm like, man, I'm about to. I done already you, got the. Yeah, hey, yo, you, you open the door like, this nigga. <laughs> yo, My bad. Your, go get your own damn bike. When, when you become an older man, uh, you start appreciating jerking off more. 
you start appreciating sleep more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, bro, I jerk off to save gas money. <laughs> For real, some real shit. It, to save gas money, to save peace of mind. Yeah. Just not even being around. Like, I love women. Yeah. I love women. They just, I don't, I, I'm an introvert. And I, so women in, are included in the group of people. Yeah. I just don't want to be around people sometimes. I don't think sometimes. you jerking off and baking at the same time. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm a very, I'm, a, I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm a very clean dude. So. Okay. You can take the cookies back, though. Nigga, it's not like I did it. I don't want the white sauce. <laughs> the white sauce, so- no. White sauce. That, that's what. Shout out to Walter Cherry. That's you like white sauce. Yo, so- <laughs> I saw his birthday was like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I wonder where they at, bro. Walter, what how both of the brother, the, the champion brothers? Hey, I ain't seen them in a while, man. Oh, nigga. It's funny because when I first started doing comedy back at All Stars Comedy Club with uh, Dave Tullis uh, oh. years ago, um, that's when I first met. Champion brothers, and it was just it was just Walter. It wasn't Jason. Jason didn't come out yet. It was just Walter. The uh, uh, boss is the the mumble. Yeah, the one that I want to say like, the mumble mouth, but pretty much. No, nah, you know Jason is the strong one. That's the, the strong one. one. The yeah, one that, like he lifts weights with cars and uh-huh. stuff. Like. The one that be always talking about bitches. Yeah, and Walter is the other one who's like you know grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, white sauce. And then the. That shit used to be very entertaining to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Him, Uncle Tony. Uh, <laughs> it's a dude now that's out that be coming to y'all rooms. On oh, oh happy? happy. I heard that about niggas, Happy. Y'all. I heard about Happy, y'all. Bruh. He did, he did that same set on Brandon Moore's um, voicemail. On his voicemail? Yeah, he called. Why Brandon. did he do that? I don't know, but he did the set on Brent. The whole set? He got enough voicemail space for that shit? It was it was three voicemails, 12 minutes. <laughs> Nigga, I'd have been so angry. Oh, my God. The first one I can excuse. I'm like, all right, man, that's just happy. It's the happy. But the second one, like, and, uh, as I was saying, <laughs> nah, I'd, I'd call a customer. Look, bro, don't be leaving that shit on my ass, <laughs> dude. I'm like, Brandon, why you even check? Who, who checks voicemails anymore? Like, I still check my drink. <laughs> you do? Man, you yeah, bro, you I ain't got me. no job, so. Oh, yeah. I'll like, be waiting for calls and shit. Nah, I'll be looking at these um, transcripts. What the hell is the transcript? Oh, uh, I got AT&T. So instead of me looking at the voicemail, I just look at, I just read it. You can do that? Yeah, like my joint. I, don't, I wouldn't want to read it, because if I'm getting cussed out. All right, so <laughs> I hate getting cussed out by women. Like this joint right here. Nah, I could nah. Yeah, y'all iPhones, man. Y'all rich. Yeah. I wouldn't want to read myself into oblivion of <laughs> getting cussed. I don't know what's worse. I think reading it is worse. Cause in your head, you're still you know what I mean? Like if you're getting cussed out by like a woman. Yeah. So if you're reading it in your head <laughs> <laughs> You're you're reading it, but in your head, you're imagining yourself getting cussed out while you're reading it. I in treat, the same voice. I treat I treat reading my voicemails. Like the first, like the first time you get on stage, like you got eight seconds to impress me before I actually listen to the voicemail. Ooh. So that's why I, I, I read the first line. If it, like it's going down here, I'm like, oh, alrighty. Also, you like a woman and shit. Yeah, women, right. women be like, impress me, do what you can to impress Who's, me. Who wants to get? Who wants to hear getting? Who wants to get hurt? Cussing out? Why would you want to hear yourself getting? <laughs> hear somebody cussing you out? I'd rather hear it because at least uh, my my eyes visually can try to put something else in my head. But if I'm reading it. It's just like I'm reading uh, something in court while I'm going to jail. You know, like <laughs> I'm reading my own sentence and shit. Is is I don't know. I'm weird yeah. like that. Shoot, man. All right, let's wrap this thing up, man. You coming back though, right? Yeah, man. You might have to take a poop in your house. Hey, man. I pretty much ever did everything. I drunk soda. I had Chinese food. You might, you might as well, man. I'm gonna fuck that Chinese food up when I get in the house, right? You might as well, man. You got like another thirty before the um the little one come back. So. Oh yeah, bro. What's yeah yeah. <laughs> and then plus, I gotta beat this traffic, bro. Yeah. So, I ain't been down here in so long. So, um, you already so, what upcoming show? What upcoming shows do you have? Um, I don't even know anymore, bro. So I think I'm doing. Uh, I think I'm doing. Uh, was it a uh, draft house tomorrow? I think. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna be there selling cookies, though. I know I'm gonna be there selling cookies. Uh, I'm I'm actually on the draft house again on a uh, Thursday. I'm mm-hmm. doing the uh, Catherine Jessup show off the world off the rails. Yeah, I'm doing that. I appreciate Catherine for hitting me up for that. Jessup. Yeah, man. And then Saturday, are you coming out to Tommy Taylor show? Yeah, I'll be out there. I'm doing. I think I'm doing that. I think he said I'm a. I'm gonna try to look out. Okay. On Instagram. But yeah, I'm, I'm, go, I'm doing. Um, I'm going there, and I'm also going Friday to so the DVD taping. Where's this DVD taping at? Um, Carlisle. 
Hey, that, hey, how is that club, bro? It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's set up like Holly Berry, like um, Holly Berry, <laughs> like one of them um singers, oh, like a singer Holly Berry would play. I'm trying to think of like a like. I'm about to say Holly Berry sing? No, like Whitney Houston would perform it. They got a piano on stage and everything. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. I like the so it's like a classy spot. I always knew it was a classy because they used to have stuff there. Yeah, uh, that's because it was right by where Adele used to do, like literally right yeah, next the to it. Vincent. Yeah, we would go back we, next time you come out. We got to talk about that, yo, because that used to be the Friday. Oh, that used to be the Friday night spot. All eight of us. <laughs> that was it. Was really that was when uh, what's his name before he moved out of Arizona? Oh, Nick Bean. Nick Bean. Bro. I gotta get the Nick Bean story. Yeah. You, co- you come back next week. Uh, I mean, I can, bro. I yeah, come back next week. We can talk about Nick Bean. Nick, the, hey. the Nick Bean story about the after funny. at the picture event. He came to my apartment, and my boy um, Will apartment. Yeah, I know, y'all. I remember that. I, remember yeah, I gotta that. tell you that story. I, I, I hear him from. I see him from time to time. He be like, "Yeah, what's up, man?" I be like, "Yeah, what's up, Nick? What's up?" <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, ain't no black people out there. <laughs> That's all he say, bro. Every time I see him, yeah, man. Ain't no black people out there. I got, I got to holler at Nick. I got Holly. When you go to the National Guard or some shit or something, or he just moved out there. Or... I think he just. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't really talked to him. Talk to him like that. I never got the chance to talk to him like that. No. Whatever. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Uh, hope all is well with the young brother. Oh yeah. How old is Nick? He like my age, right? Yeah. Y'all probably about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But hey, man. Thank you for coming through again, brother. Nah, I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. I hope you come through I'm next gonna week. Take the meanest, coldest, <laughs> warmest at the same time. <laughs> hey, appreciate y'all for listening to the Over Radio podcast. Um, stay tuned. Actually, I just got booked for. I'm hosting one of the roast battles for Jamie Benedict. Um, December 12th Jamie who? Um, Brennity Who the hell is that? Um, he's the one-liner guy He like good crowd Good crowd Salutations Hey I Jamie. like I like I'm a, I am love I don't want to say his stuff is corny But I love corny stuff That makes you <laughs> Like yo that's so cool he like I got the nose That knows the deals <laughs> Like what? <laughs> is that like a cocaine joke? I don't know But oh. it's, it's funny to me He like make a right turn here Make another right turn here Make a right turn here all right, go up the street, make a right turn. <laughs> he does it like for like a minute straight. He like, there's no innocent that joke. I was gonna see how long I can do it. <laughs> oh, I like stuff like that. But yeah, he just booked me to do um, the host the roast battle. Where I, where is that at? Oh, I don't know. I think it's at the um, pinch. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I still haven't been to the pinch. And I'm also, I, of course, broken my comedy. Um, January 2018, we're actually hosting a bi-weekly Sunday night showcase at Liberty Labs. Sunday night. Yeah. I like that. And, I'm proud of y'all for that, man. Thank you. Liberty yeah. Labs. I just did Liberty Labs in uh, September. And um, it's a we, bunch of whites. <laughs> no, we got that joint. Um, you got we got shenanigans every Monday. Yeah. Every fourth Monday is Ladies Night Show, and we might be hosting the open mic at Liberty Labs downstairs part. Um, every first Wednesday. Downstairs. Yeah, they got y'all about to be in the bowling alleys and shit. Y'all about yeah, to set up some chairs right, right across the street from the bowling alley, right across the hallway. Like the bowling alleys here, hallway. Then they got like a little bar area. And we're going to be in the bar area. I like that. I like that. I like Liberty Labs a lot. I like the area. Yeah. It's, it's it's white. I ain't supposed to be really driving in. <laughs> we, can, we can link Virginia. up, man. We can, we can be halfway. I scoop you up. But um, thank y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all. I got I to gotta recue the song up. <laughs> Have we played the whole Hey, skip the Method Man part, bro. He, he be going in. You, you heard that Method Man uh, Black Thought freestyle? I got I to hear On it Sway? Oh, bro. I got to hear it again. You heard it, though, right? No. Yeah, nigga, how you gonna hear it again if you hear it the first time? Uh, no, I'll say, I thought you wanted me to replay the joint. <laughs> nah, I was about to say, skip it to Method Man part. But did you you need to listen to Method Man and uh, uh, Black Thoughts okay. freestyle on Sway in the morning? Okay, now I got now, now I got to listen to it. You about to put it on? No, no, I, I'm not going to do it now. But now I got to listen to it. Like, if you got a link, you can send it to me. I was about to say, I don't got a link. I, mm, okay. <laughs> my bad. It's, it's on YouTube. YouTube got everything. <laughs> but, hey, thank y'all for listening again. I don't know how long this podcast is. probably about an hour. But, hey, appreciate you for listening. We'll be back next week. Um, thank you. Bye-bye. Hey.